This is 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast. I'm Elvis Iverson and this and with El, with Errol Anderson and um Betty Olson and Marty Paris. 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast is an international project in 72 Nations where 72 Nations can call into a live conference call for prayer, healing, deliverance, throne room encounters. Angelical encounters, prophecy, visions, social, um, 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 soul presence, God, revival, anointing, and breakthrough. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, when did I start doing this? These conference calls. Well, in in 2013, the Lord led me. It was me and um, um, it was at that time we were SIM, Apostolic Conference Call. Hallelujah. And it was Elvis Iverson and and Rodney Folkers. Rodney Folkers is a missioner. He was a person that was, um, you know, a farmer, and and he um, was selling the the wind blowing, and all of a sudden he had a, a conversion. Hallelujah! And and he would just go to the mountains of Montana and seek the Lord, and and he was a missioner. Hallelujah! And he was a a, a pioneer, and he's a co labor a co labor and co-founder for Supplication National Ministry and Global and Commission Apostle Trinity Church. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. And amen. Praise God. And then um, when we formed um, 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast, hallelujah, um, the Lord let us do it. Hallelujah. Amen. To reach the 72 nations. Because God gave me a dream about 72 nations. Hallelujah. And apostles in 72 nations. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Errol Anderson is the burden bush of North Dakota. Hallelujah. He is an apostolic teacher. Hallelujah. He has been to a, a certain number of nations. Hallelujah. As as a missionary. Hallelujah. And and, and he is a, a person that prays and fasts and, and um, follows the leading of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a true... Pentecostal, hallelujah, praise the Lord, an old-timer, hallelujah, that um, continues to be renewed by the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, amen, and and um, glory to God, and, um, and and then you have Betty White, Betty White is a intercessor, is is a, leads a prayer group, hallelujah, and, and, and in the past she was a um, part of um, administrator and, and intercessor for, for big Ministries, a couple of big ministries in the past, how she really influenced and helped and aided. And now she's leading this prayer group, hallelujah, that meets in Phoenix, Arizona, how that, that, that's um, praying for divine change in in America and in other nations around the world. And she moves in healing and deliverance. Marty um, um, Paris, um, Paris is, is a warrior of God. He is a warrior of God, a warrior of God, hallelujah, and and um, he led a, a for a time he led a, a spirit warfare network in Nebraska, and then the Lord um called him to help raise up global and commission apostle Trinity Church, hallelujah. He is one of the pillars and co-founders and co-labors of global and commission apostle Trinity Church, hallelujah. Praise God, and and I'm glad that he has come a part of Seventy Two Nations Conference Call podcast, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Amen, hallelujah. And and I'm Elvis Iverson, Amen, hallelujah. Hallelujah. My articles are read 
um, by many across the world. Um, my ebooks and 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 people watch my seedcast videos and and listen to our podcasts. Hallelujah, praise God! I mentored several people around the world: apostles and prophets, fivefold ministers, business people, politicians. Hallelujah, glory to God! Many people have have been influenced um, by this ministry in India and in the Philippines and Africa and and several nations around the world. Hallelujah, praise God. Um, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Amen. I was already in a traditional church, but I wanted to know the Lord more, and I kept on calling upon the Lord. And one day, the Holy Spirit, I, I, I prayed a prayer, and I said, I want to serve you all that is in life. I give my life to you. And it was like somebody opened the door of my bedroom, and it was filled with the Holy Spirit and started speaking tongues. Hallelujah. When I was 14 years old, hallelujah, I heard the voice minister my word, the voice of Jesus minister my word, hallelujah. I heard it three times, hallelujah. When I was 16, I began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. When I was 19, hallelujah, I had an encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ, in, in, in hallelujah, encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Jesus Christ appeared to me. He's, he asked me how many members I want, and he gave me a vision for my life, a vision for my church, a vision for my ministry, and a vision for Omaha, Nebraska. And he laid his hands upon me and reached his power in me. And from that day forward, I started flowing word rivers, opposite prophetic rivers, the deep prophetic, signs and wonders, hallelujah, the gifts of the Spirit, the blitz gifts of God, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, amen. There was a time. Amen. Right after I got done with Bible college and I began to minister on the reservations in, in Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota, I would have visions, um, 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 several visions of heaven and some visions of, of hell and, and several visions of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, that, and now we're in a day where, where I've translated to many nations and I've also teleported. Hallelujah. And, um, and also, um, I, um, I've been having visions, going up in the throne room every day, and exploring the many heavens. God has given me the revelation of the many heavens, hallelujah. But also, God has led us to um, to plant a church in Omaha, Nebraska, it's called Global, first of all, Global Anna Commission Apostle Training Church, hallelujah. It is a radical, normal church. It is, it is um, a church of, let me tell you, it is um, um, a community of home churches. Each Global Anna is a community of home churches with a sanctuary. And Global Anarch is associated with churches in many cities and many nations. Global Anarch is a radical normal church, a mission-based church, a home church-based, a family-based church, a house of prayer-based, a supernatural encounter-based. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if you're looking for a church, amen, for Global Anarch, you can find us on Facebook uh, or or um, uh, or um, visit um, ElvisIverson.com. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and so, but Supplication Ash Ministries has been ministering for years. That's the name of the ministry. Um, 17 Nations Conference Call Podcast is a part of that. And um, you can visit ElvisIverson.com and become a partner and plant a seed. Hallelujah. And 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 um, and get connected. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And click on the SM Torch and get connected. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to mail us a donation, you make the checks out to Subcation National Ministries and the member rate donation and the mail to Subcation National Ministries, P.O. Box 8132, Omaha, Nebraska, 68108. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, you can get by the cash app. The, uh, the cash app, it's the money sign, then SIM Omaha. You can get through PayPal. It's paypal.me slash SIM Omaha. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, um, 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our messages, um, we have our podcast um, once a month, hallelujah, except just in December. Hallelujah. And the number to call in is is 516-597-9857. Hallelujah. Praise God. And and that is in Central Time Zone. Central Time Zone. That's Central Time Zone. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're calling from the outside of the USA, hallelujah, you have to enter um, that number plus the access code, which is 3441921 plus the pound sign. Also, you can go to elvisivesen.com, hallelujah. Amen. And we have more information about... Um, um, 17 nations comes called pockets. We have 70 numbers that, that a number for 70 nations that you can call. And also, there's an app that you can download. You can go to a free conference call and you can download this app. Hallelujah. You can download this app. Hallelujah. Either on your phone or on your computer. Hallelujah. Where you can call in free and you just got to enter the meeting ID is SIM team. Hallelujah. Praise God. And um, um, one thing is um, you want to. Ch- with the center time zone, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, and if you want to check your time zone, you can go to worldtimebuddy.com, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen, hallelujah, and glory to God, so, so, um, also, we have a, a partners list, amen, hallelujah, you want to become, um, and re- receive more from the 72 Nations Conference Call, it's a Google group, hallelujah, and you can say, hey, just prescribe me to your 72 Nations Conference 72 Nations Google Group, hallelujah. And also follow Elvis Ives on Twitter, hallelujah. Praise God. The no times and dates, hallelujah. Also, we have a Facebook page for it, which is 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast. And after after these messages, after these messages are done, amen, hallelujah, they're uploaded to our podcast, hallelujah, which is anchor.fm 72 Nations. And, and also Elvis Iverson has... A, a um, podcast is anchor.fm Elvis Iverson hallelujah praise God hallelujah amen and um amen and and Errol Anderson has his own podcast hallelujah amen anchor.fm slash Errol Anderson E R R Y L and then A N D E R S O N Amen. Hallelujah. Pray, praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let me just, I want to pray for everyone here that's listening to this message right now. Hallelujah. I want to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, the Lord, Lord Jesus, I pray, Father, for everyone who's listening to this message. It will influence me in the church of the world of God and the 72 nations. Oh God, Lord, I pray, Lord, let let many people come from each of these nations into this uh, uh, call. This comes call, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and let revival come to the seven two nations of God. Raise up apostles, prophets, raise up the new apostolic ones, and establish the thesis of the reformation. Establish the reformed grace message of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, let everyone that has called up, that partake, hallelujah, that's influenced by this ministry, bring forth multitudes of breakthrough, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God. Lord, I pray, release deliverance, eating, healing, healing, miracles, creative miracles. Release freedom in Jesus' name. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, man. Lord God, I pray, Father, for breakthroughs, restitution, restoration, restoration, healing. Amen. Hallelujah. And freedom to come to people. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And Father God, I pray. Amen. 
I release the revival anointing. Release multitudes of breakthrough in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. I believe the God of the Bible. I believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, three in one. I believe in the virgin birth, the death, burial, and resurrection, and your ascension, and your second coming. I believe that you're forgiving me of all my sins. You washed my, you washed me from all my sins. You wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you have saved me. Lord Jesus Christ, come in my heart. Live and abide with me forever. Lord Jesus Christ, confess you as Savior. Lord Jesus Christ, confess you as Lord. Anoint me to serve all the days of life. Lord Jesus Christ, save me now. Lord Jesus Christ, save me. Let me be born again. I commit my life to you. I surrender my life to you. And help me to serve you all the days of my life. Save me now in Jesus' name. Let me be born again in Jesus' name. Come in my heart and live and abide with me forever. Fill me full of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, stay tuned, hallelujah, for our next episode. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is just the introduction of, of 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome back. Welcome back to 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. We um, we only have two more after this, um, which is um, October 16th and November 13th. Hallelujah. Praise God. And and we'll start back in in January. Hallelujah. If we're not raptured out of here. Hallelujah. Or... or, um, (laughs) We haven't entered into the other um, horsemen or the other um, seals and all that, um, depending on what what Joe Biden's have planned. Um, so, but um, but Jesus Christ is Lord, Hallelujah, and He reigns today, Hallelujah, and um, praise pray, pray the Lord, Hallelujah, and um, Amen. Hallelujah, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come, O oh God, in Jesus' name, from all around the earth, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Lord, and the day will come where, where um, a, a number that cannot be numbered will stand before the throne in white worlds. And Lord God, we just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. That um, we desire that one thing, to sit at your feet, to sit at your feet, we desire that one thing to to um, um, to press in to the upward call in Christ Jesus. Lord, we hear the call come up hither. Oh, Father, that that we don't have to wait. Oh, God, um, for um, eternity, we we can enjoy heaven now. We can enjoy heaven now. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the solution to the problems of mankind. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that history belongs to the intercessors. Hallelujah. And Father God, Lord, like um, General Finn says, we've just got to keep on going and keep on pressing. Hallelujah. We cannot give up. Lord God, and... and um, Lord, Lord, you hear our prayers. You hear our prayers. Jesus, 
you are our high priest. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, and and, and God, um, we pray, Lord and Jesus, that you will expose all lies. Yeah. We renounce all deception and all delusion of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Lord God, send forth your angels and war against this deception and delusion <clears throat> and the lies. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus. God, from region to region, from nation to nation, it's just the same deception, but they just change the the the, the town or the city or the nation. It's the same report. It's a bunch of deception. Satan is the father of lies. Father God, I just pray. The Bible says, come up here. The Bible says, come out. Come out from among them and be separate. Lord God, let us be cleansed from from the filthiness of our flesh and, and spirit. Let our minds be renewed, O oh God. Lord, that we are not of this world. O oh, Father God, in Jesus' name. Lord God, we are citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. We are citizens of heaven. Lord God, we renounce all communism. We renounce all socialism. We renounce all restrictions. We renounce all um um un, um all orders. Lord God, the blood of Jesus Christ, God. The blood of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ of God. Lord, I pray release multitudes of breakthroughs over the world. Multitudes of breakthroughs over the world in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, send forth your angels. We pray for an outpouring of angelical hosts. Send forth your armies of angels. Send forth the seven angelical watches of God to war, oh God. To war in the four corners of earth. To war in D.C. To war in every state capital. Lord God, these people in our country that we have voted for, I, I didn't vote for them, but they are our representatives. And 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 um, they sign a paper. They, they give oath. And that gives us authority over them. We have authority over them in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, we take that authority in the name of Jesus Christ. That their hearts are in the hand of the Lord. And they will do the will of God. And every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And they will bow. They will bow to the law. They will bow to Jesus Christ. They will bow to freedom in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And they will bow to truth in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, we just pray, oh God, that you send forth a spirit of repentance, oh God, in the name of that they will repent of their treasonous ways in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we pray for everyone. We pray, Father, all those in public office and all those in society that, that think they're better than other people that have committed treason against the kingdom of heaven, 
the kingdom of God, the church, the apostles and prophets, and the citizens of earth. Let them be exposed and removed in the name of Jesus. Send for angels and remove and stop all all um, corruption, all greed and control of the elite, of those that are in government. Oh, God, that you bring such freedom and liberty in the name of Jesus Christ, God. You are the God who hears prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, God. Lord, this is a war against the harvest of souls. The harvest of yes. souls. Yes. Oh, God, Lord. Yes. Lord, as in the book of Acts, as they went into their own company, they prayed. And that they will speak the word with boys, that they will um, um, lay hands on sick and they shall recover. The, the Holy Ghost come upon us, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. For now is the time. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Betty? Okay. I want to share with you this morning something that I feel is quite important. I'm going to share a number of scriptures. The reason is what we're going through throughout this planet is beyond belief as far as I'm concerned. But I'm going to start out with Proverbs 4, 22, verse 20, 22. Give attention to my word, says the Lord. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the life, the issues of life. <clears throat> it's important at this time to, con- to decree the word of God and decree the words of healing. We need healing in our bodies. We need healing in our spirits. We need healing in our minds. What we're going through on this planet right now is, is something worse than we ever expected to appear. And so we really need to confess the word of God to be what God called us to be. Job twenty two twenty eight says, You shall declare a thing, and it shall be established for you, so light will shine on your path. <clears throat> so I'm giving these scriptures so you will declare these scriptures. You will decree them over yourself, over your family, over your nation by the power and blood of Jesus. We need to decree the word of God. Psalms, Proverbs twelve eighteen says, The tongue of the wise promotes health. We need to promote health in every part of our lives, in our neighborhood, in our families. There's so much going on to bring division with, with everything. And we need to stand up by compare, confessing the word of God. Proverbs 16:24 says, "Pleasant words are honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and healing to our bones." So we praise the Lord for for positive words to bring forth good things. I know it's a time when our tempers our tempers will flare because we're confused. We're going through us. The enemy is pushing everything he can, and as Elvis prayed. I think a big part of this thing that's going on in the, the virus and what it is, is to stop the the, the revival. <clears throat> there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of millions of people that are becoming to the Lord at this time. <clears throat> and the enemy is trying to take them out before they can even hear the word. 
<clears throat> Mark 11:23. For surely I say to you, whatsoever you speak to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say, whatever you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. So we need to pray for healing in our families, healing in our neighborhood, healing in our nations. We need to pray that the enemy will be put down, that God's glory and anointing can come forth. We need to pray for resurrection power. We need to pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to move across our neighborhoods, our, our state, our city, our nations, in the name of Jesus. We need to intercede and pray. We have that job to do. It's not up to pastors. It's not up to leaders. It's up to us. We need to pull down the strongholds of the enemy. <clears throat> In Mark 9.23, Jesus said to them, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Jesus said to him, I give you power and authority over all the, uh, all the enemy. He gives us power and authority. We need to operate on it. We need to speak to it. We need to call it forth. We need to speak against the enemy trying to destroy our planet. He's trying to destroy every nation. He's, I heard, I got a notice this morning, they're even planning to start, start giving the shot, the vaccine shot to babies. I mean, this is unbelievable. We, as the power of the kingdom of God, need to take authority over the enemy that's happening in the world today. Lena Vanser is a, is a uh, prophet from, from uh, Australia. She said, I see a remnant all over the world falling on their faces with deep groanings, sobbing in love and burning adoration for Jesus as they see the power of his name manifested miraculously. They turn about and they fulfill that which is spoken in the word of God. When you see him move in power and crush the impossibilities of life, the power of the spirit of his name, the burning desire within them will raise them up to a new level of faith, to believe what he has spoken and to live in the place of supernatural peace, authority, and boldness. They will burn again with the revelation of who he is. God raises up today to have that power and that authority. Raise us up today to awaken that anointing and power by the power and blood of Jesus. Some of you maybe are familiar with Cat um, Kerr, who has been to heaven more than once. The Lord told her not too long ago that his glory, his glory will soon cover the earth as it is in heaven. This is what we look forward to. So as we enter a time of history where the greatest demonstration of the power of God's name is going to be seen all over the earth. The name of Jesus, our mighty victor. The company of burning ones will have hearts burning with his first love. They will not chase signs and wonders. They will chase Jesus and see the power of his name above all names. The earth will shake under the power of Jesus' name. I praise you that each one of us who hears us will take a hold of the power and the authority of Jesus, will claim that power and authority over our families, over our neighborhoods, our nations, 
that your name, Jesus, will be glorified in our lives, in our ministry, in all that we do. Lord, that you raise us up to be the powerful men of God you created us to be on this planet at this time. Jesus, we worship you. We magnify your name. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. One thing is that the Lord has been... um. You know, um, every day I have been soaking in God's presence, and um, I have have um, um, visions of heaven, and that I'm up walking in heaven. See, the thing is, the Bible says that we're seated in Christ in heavenly places. So technically, we. And also the Bible says we're seated in the, in the throne room with Christ. So we are in more than one place. That is the 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 new creation, part of the new creation. And 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 because of this this um, um, divine um, practice that um, is beyond me, my my, it's like. Half of my consciousness is in heaven and half of my consciousness is on earth. That I can see in heaven and see on earth at the same time. Back in um, 2005 or before that, Lord started speaking a certain number of prophetic words that I've, that have been, that are published on, um, on um, my website at elvisivesen.com, the ebook page. Also, um, Lord started speaking to me, and um, and um, and one thing is the one thing that came to me is this word: ten years, a decade. This a decade of 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 um, momentum, a decade where God will do um, many things at once. Where we'll accomplish many tasks at once, a feast of God's goodness, mercy, and love and kindness, prayer fulfillment, and prophetic fulfillment. The Lord said to me that that many prophecies will come to pass, the rest will set on motion, and God will add new. It's a time of of increase in the church like never before. It is a great thrust into the harvest. Hallelujah. Um, it is also the time of solemn assembly. Hallelujah. It is um, the time that um, man's will will not prevail. Will not prevail against the church. And, and, um, Great exports and mighty deeds will come forth, signs and wonders. And so this decade, and now, in this time, there's like three or four people have have spoken a similar word about this 10-year decade. Hallelujah. 
that that um, God has plans. And so there's a battle for the harvest. And um, me and Arrow were very um, getting ready to go to the big um, gathering in um, Kansas City. And then all of a sudden, all these lockdowns came. These lockdowns, it's like the church is in a in a buffer zone. Society's in a buffer zone. Things that God had planned in a buffer zone. Yes, this is the plans of the wicked against the plans of the just. The buffer zone to hinder the church. To hinder what God has ordered. But this buffer zone... Is a preparation to prepare the nations for the harvest, and something's going to happen that the, the, the nations will, will will be forced to open up, so the gospel of Jesus Christ will go forward. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! A few verses the Lord gave me regarding this ten-year decade. It is in Revelation chapter 7, verse 7. says, Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. says, These things, says he who is holy, and, and he who is true, and he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. Hallelujah. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. Hallelujah. The key of David is talking about relationship. It's talking about harp and bowl. Hallelujah. Intercession and worship. Hallelujah. Devotion. Hallelujah. That that God has raised up um way back um 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 in nineteen seventy three. David Cho raised up the prayer mountain. He just went home this week to the Lord. And um, he did the will of God in his generation. Hallelujah. David Cho. David Young Cho. And um, and then we had um, Mike Bickle. Amen. Hallelujah. In IHOP, International House of Prayer, established, when they started doing that, they didn't have the vision of Harp and Bowl until, until they, they got into it. And finally, the book of Revelation, Harp and Bowl, came from um, the book of Revelation, hallelujah, the worship of heaven, hallelujah. That is in heaven. And then it started. And now, all over the world, there is like, like, um, like 200 or, um, 200,000. No, no, 200,000, uh, 200, like, um, 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 a big number of 24 seven day prayer centers. Hallelujah. And then we had, now, now we have the um, waking the dawn, 
prayer in tents, and then there's also the tent of David that's in D.C. Hallelujah. Amen. And and, and then you got um. You got this guy going around. Um, amen. Hallelujah. Let us worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Putting worship and politics together. Hallelujah. See, we have come into a time. We have come into a time that um, that that he opens, no one shuts, and he shuts, and no one opens. Wow. That's what we are coming into. Says, I know your works. See, I set before you an open door. This is an open door to the nations. God is about to open the door to the nations. God's about to open the door to the nations. And let's go back when it says, He who opens, no one shuts. He who shuts, no one opens. Well, right now we have people that are communists. Yes, they are communists. And they have committed treason against the people of the earth, against God Almighty. And they, uh, most of them will be in hell for eternity. Okay? That's what happens. That's what happens. People, when they walk down a certain pathway, they take vows. They come into covenants. They communicate with demons to do such evil things. Yes, they can repent, but most likely they will not repent and they will spend eternity in hell. And some of them have aligned themselves with people that are so wicked that that they that, that they have sex with little babies, sodom, sodomize um, um, young boys to the point that they die. And the thing is, is is it's evil, it's wicked. But their time has come to an end. And see, the thing is, they have tried to shut the church's doors. Churches throughout the whole entire earth bow down to Baal, bow down to the wicked. They did not obey the Holy Spirit. We have come into the control of the wicked, of the Antichrist system. But God says, he says, he who opens, no one shuts, and he shuts, no one opens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is going to have a sovereign act upon the nations. Hallelujah. And it says, and back to back to verse 8, says, And no one can shut it. I have set an open door that no one can God's going to open the door to the nations. And the Lord told me that... that that he's going to open the door to all nations. Something's going to happen. The fear of God is going to come upon the earth. God is about to strike the earth. He's about to strike the earth. It says, For, I have, for you have little strength. Well, what, what does this mean? You have little strength. Well, you are dependent upon not your human strength. Your human words, your 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 speaking words, okay? The filters of your soul. 
You are total dependent upon the Holy Spirit. It's not by man's might or man's power, but by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And you kept my word and have not denied my name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then we go to verse 20. Hallelujah. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone, if anyone hears the voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he will be with me. Well, it's time to open the door of your heart. It's time to open the door of your heart. What? What? Yeah, well, I'm saved. But the thing is, have you limited the Holy Spirit in your life? Do you do you still have the Book of Acts in your Bible, or did you rip it out? My friends, you have to open your heart to Jesus Christ, to the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. You got to open your to the signs and wonders, the supernatural. You got to hear what the, the apostles and prophets are saying under the church. Hallelujah! You got to 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 soak in God's presence. Hallelujah. You have to open. You gotta have personal revival and personal reformation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's time for you to awake. It's time for you to awake. Hallelujah. It says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. You know what? There's a difference between Jerusalem, David's reign. You know when um, back in David's day, versus any other nation upon this planet. Okay. See the thing is, yes, it was a monarch, but not like a monarch, like we talk about monarchs throughout the earth. But it was more like a republic. Yes, the king the king was set in place. But the thing is is there were the elders the elders of the twelve tribes. They advised, they spoke their, their counsel and what they wanted. They were they had agree uh, there was a they they had agree uh, coming to agreement on things. But the thing is this king, King David, you do not have to bow to him. See, Jewish people are not allowed to bow down to a man. Hey, and see the thing is, we are not to bow down to the government. We are to bow down to our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We are to 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 um 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 when we foot washing foot washing one another in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. To wash is a sign of humility. Hallelujah. Because how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel feet. You are to bow with one knee when you ask a lady for her hand in marriage. Hallelujah, man. But you are not to bow down to governments. You are not to bow down to man. You are not to bow down to the Antichrist system. Hallelujah. And then this takes us to Revelation 4, verse 1. It says, After these things, to look and behold, a door stand open in heaven. 
the first voice I heard is like a trumpet speaking and saying to me, come up here and I'll show you the things which must take place after this. Well, this is the next thing that will happen. An open door in heaven. We have come to the time of revival now. Many revivals will begin to unflow. Hallelujah. The reign of the Holy Spirit has already begun in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it will increase rapidly. And we will see an, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit like never before in the history of the earth. Hallelujah. And we will we will we will see signs and wonders everywhere. We will see we it will not just be the few, but it shall be the many. Hallelujah. We will see the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We have only the church that has only touched the service of the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We will see. Hallelujah. We will. We will. We're going to see um, miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the time, my friends. The harvest of souls, the harvest of many nations, the harvest of children. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what's going to happen. This is what God has planned for this 10 years. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, I mean, um, um, praise God. I'm going to. I'm going to pray for my friend Chrissy Sam that's on the phone here, and then I'm going to turn over to, to Errol. Um, hallelujah. Father God in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for Chrissy Sam in the name of Jesus. We pray for breakthroughs that come to him, O oh God. Breakthroughs that come to his life. Breakthroughs that come to his finances. Breakthroughs that come to his ministries, O oh God. To his ministry. Breakthrough to come to his parents in Jesus' name. God, breakthrough to come to his community, his neighborhood. His city, O oh God, his region, God, his nation, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray, Lord, he has prayed. He has waited before the Lord. You have dealt with him. He has grown. He has matured. I pray, Lord, let a time of harvest, a time of blessing, O oh God, O oh God, to come to him, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God, O oh Lord God, in the name of the Lord, I pray for multitudes of breakthroughs to come. Lord God, I pray in Jesus' name for clarity. I pray for open doors. God, give him the desires of his heart in the name of Jesus Christ, of oh God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Errol. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Lamb of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We thank you, Lord. We ask we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the God of this age. We bind the prince of the power of this air in the name of Jesus Christ and through the blood of the everlasting covenant. We bind all interruptions in Jesus' name. We ask, Lord, that you take your mighty hand and move it against the wicked Move it against the workers of iniquity. We ask, Lord, that you would cause them to turn their weapons on themselves and that they would slay themselves in Jesus' name. Amen. We give you the glory for it. Amen. 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 This uh, message is, uh, you know, I'm kind of a simple person, so it's going to be a really simple message. But I just want you to stick uh, with me till the end. You know, Matthew twenty four thirteen says that he who 
endures to the end shall be saved. <laughs> and uh, uh, not that this will have anything to do on your salvation, but uh, uh, just stick with me to the end because it's going to seem like it's going to be very uh, uh, elementary, but I'm just kind of an elementary person. You turn with me to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, again, I, you know, I, I'm kind of a word man. I I, uh, I put a lot of scriptures, and I don't say a whole lot. I guess I talk a lot, but I don't say a whole lot. I let the word of the Lord speak, uh, because that's, that's eternity right there. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. And my question in this message, are you, are you in his image? And so when we look at this, he, he created man and female, male and female alike. Both of them are in his image. Man is no more in the image of God than a woman is. Both male and female are in the image of God, and when we think about that, it's like, what, what do you mean that he's that we're in the image of God? Well, in in John chapter four verse twenty four, it says, "God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth." So we see that God is spirit, but in Hebrews ten thirty eight, it says, "Now the just shall live by faith." But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So we see that God is spirit. God has a soul. And then in Matthew chapter chapter 1, we'll be coming into this one every once in a while today. Matthew chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God with us. And in John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, it says that the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. First Timothy 3.16, it says God was manifested in the flesh. So that's his body. So we see that God has a spirit, God has a soul, and God has a body. And in the image of God, he set us forth in Genesis 1.27 in his image. So we have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body. We also, when we look at his image, he's also given us emotions and free will is part of the image of God where Romans 9:15 he says I will have mercy on whom I have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion so we see that God has free will he'll have mercy on whomever he has mercy he'll have compassion on whomever he will have compassion so he has free will but he's also given us that free will He's given us those emotions. But in Genesis chapter 3, we see a, a problem where man falls in the garden, sin wells up, and, and uh, 
Adam and Eve did not die physically, but they died spiritually. As Ephesians 2, 1 says, they were dead in their trespasses and sin. We're dead in our trespasses and sin. So we have this free will to choose obedience or disobedience, right or wrong, holiness or sin. We have that free will. But if we go back to Genesis chapter 5, we find something unique. Again, I, I, I push forward this question, are you in his image? And in Genesis chapter 5, verse 1 through 3, this is the book of the genealogy of Adam. On the day that God created man, he made him in, his, in the likeness of God, in the image of God, in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day that they were created. In verse 3, pay attention to this. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image. See, man cannot produce something in the image of God. We know after that fall, they were no longer in the image and the likeness of, of man, or they were no longer in the likeness and image of God, but they were in the image of man and the image of fallen man. That original sin passed down through generation to generation, through every age, and man has produced all in the image of himself. You know, an apple tree can't produce a tomato. Wheat can't produce apple. Corn can't produce a cedar tree. Everything produces after itself. Sin, disobedience, we were conceived in sin, we were born in sin, we live in sin. This corruption, this de decay, this death, it all came from that fall in the Garden of Eden. And man cannot produce bare offspring in the image of God. He can only bear offspring in the image of himself, just as Adam did. He bore offspring in the image of himself. You know, babies are awesome. In a, in a, you know, we can cuddle them. Their cheeks are so soft. Their skin is so incredibly soft. And we bow on their belly and they giggle and giggle and we tickle them. And, and it's so much fun to have this little package we call a baby. And, and, and uh, there's kind of like a package of innocence in one respect. But in another respect, it's a perfect image of sin. A baby is the perfect image of sin because that baby has no respects or consideration of you. It's all about them. It's me, 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 me. I'm hungry. I'm wet. I'm uh, me, me, me. I'm crying. I, I find a way that I can control you with my crying. And so the more I cry, the more I control you. And so we, we look at the, uh, uh, a baby is not only innocence, but we also see him as a perfect image of sin. Do you go with me to John chapter 1, please? John chapter 1. John chapter 1. I'm going to read... Uh, 
verse 13, verse 12 and 13. I'm going to read it out of the New King James, which is what I usually use, but I'm also going to read it out of the Amplified and also out of the Passion. Verse 12 and 13 out of the New King James. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, I can't get anybody born again. I can't get my kids born again. I can pray for them, but it's a, it's a personal decision that they have to come to eventually in their own life, whether they choose the kingdom of God, whether they choose to receive Christ as Lord and Savior, or whether they go on in their own world and in their own ways. In the Amplified, verse 12 says, but to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right to become the children of God that is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. And I want to just focus on that, verse 12. He gave the authority, the power, the privilege, the right. Just because we have the power, just because we have the privilege, just because we have the right, it doesn't mean that we exercise it. You know, we've been given the Bill of Rights here in the United States, and not a lot of us know even what the Bill of Rights states. None of us have memorized it. Most of our politicians don't even know what it says, much less us. But we have given we have been given a Bill of Rights. But if we don't know what the Bill of Rights gives us, we can't walk in it. We can't enforce it. And most people don't know what the Word of God says and the rights that it gives us to become the children of God. And that is those who believe in. Too oftentimes we've taken that word belief and we've made it this mental ascent. We've made it this simple thing, this, this belief thing. Well, I, I believe that. Oh, I believe that. But this belief means to adhere to, to trust in, to rely on, to cling to, to cling to his name. In the Passion Translation, that verse 12 but those who embraced him and took hold of his name were given authority to become the children of God. Those who embraced him and took hold of his name were given that authority, that right, that privilege. We have to adhere to, we have to cling to, we have to uh, embrace him. We have to embrace that name and embracing it is a lot different than just a simple belief. So if we go to John chapter 3, again, a very simple, uh, simple uh, section here, verses 1 through 8. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. There's Emmanuel again, God with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. 
that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. We've got to be born of the Spirit. We've got to be born of the Word. John 6, 63 says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are Spirit, and they are life. The words that I speak to you are Spirit and life. That word is the rhema. That rhema is that instantaneous word spoken to us in a, like in a moment of time. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. It is so important to hear what the Spirit is saying. That's just an introduction to what I'm about to uh, bring out in this message today. And I hope you like my introduction, but that was just an introduction. That was like part one. Part two is Jesus said you must be born again. And when you're born again, you're born again into the image and the likeness of God. You're born again of the Spirit of God. Until you're born again, you are not in the image and the likeness of God. But by being born again, you will come back into the image and the Spirit of God. First Peter, First Peter 1.23 Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. See, we've got to hear that word that we would be born of the word. We have to be born again of the word of God. We have to hear the word to be born of the word. We have to be moved of the spirit. We have, the spirit has to move on us and give us that revelation of the word in order for us to be born again. And, we're, and when we're born again, we're into the image and the likeness of God once again. But who is this word of God that was made manifest? It was Jesus Christ. It was Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah. Again, I think too often too many people, especially church people, think that Christ is his last name. It's Jesus the Christ. It should have that preposition in the middle. Jesus the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Messiah, the anointed one. Second Peter chapter one verses one through four. To those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God our Savior, righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. Again, that connecting word and is not two different people, it's the same person. Obtained like precious faith with us by righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Jesus, our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him, not them, but of him, who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you might be partakers of the divine nature. We have a divine nature. We have his seed. We have his sperma. We have his DNA. 
We have divine nature now. We're no longer of the corrupted nature. We have a divine nature. We're no longer of of uh, death and sin. We are of righteousness, and we have that DNA, that sperma of God. If you go to Matthew chapter 13, Matthew chapter 13, Verse 24, he says, And a parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. That word seed is sperma. If we go down to verse 37, well, let's go to verse 36. Verse 36, 37, and 38. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us this parable of the tares of the field. You know, unless the Spirit of God gives us an understanding of what the parables are, we just don't understand them. But when the Spirit of God, the Word of God, gives us an understanding, it becomes rhema to us. In verse 37, he said, And answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed, the sperma, he who sows the good seed, the sperma, is the man of is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seeds, the good sperma, are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. Again, we've got the seed of serpent. We've got the seed of the serpent, but we also have the seed of the son. We have the seed of God. We have the seed of the word of God. We have the sperma of the word of God. And when we're born again, we have that sperma in us. We have his DNA flowing through us. Born again by God, by his spirit, by his word. And once again, we're into the image and the likeness of God, but not before them. We have to be born again in order for us to once again take on the image and the likeness of God. In 1 Corinthians 15, 29... First Corinthians fifteen twenty fifteen forty nine says, And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we also shall bear the image of the heavenly man. Again, we've we have his DNA, we've been born again, and because we've been born again, we will bear the image of the heavenly man. We're seated with him in Christ. We're seated with him in heavenly places. We're seated with him on the throne. Hallelujah. First John, let's go to First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children of God. In order to be called the children of God, we have to be born again. And to be children of God, we have his DNA. We have his DNA running through us. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Verse 2, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 
And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. We're talking about sanctification. We're talking about holiness. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Verse 5, and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. I didn't say that. That's what the Word says. That's what the Holy Ghost says. That's what the Apostle John writes as he's inspired by the Holy Ghost. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9, whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Verse 5 says that he was manifested to take away our sin. Matthew 1.21 says his name is Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, either he saves us from our sins or he doesn't. Either we're born of God, we're born of the seed, we're born of the sperma, we're born of the word, we're born of the spirit, we're born into his image and his likeness, or we're not. And when we're born into his image and into his likeness, we don't, we don't sin. See, there's denominations and there's churches that continually speak of existing sin in the saints' lives. But see, there's, a, there's this sloppy, false grace, this ineffective grace that a lot of seminaries and, and, uh, and churches teach. It's a false grace because grace is alive and powerful. It's it's. You know, the Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Grace. He's, he's a spirit. Grace is a spirit. He's a spirit of grace. And in Titus 2, verses, uh, Titus chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, it says, The grace of God that has once appeared unto all men teach us, teaches us to live godly and righteousness in this present age. Grace is alive. Grace is powerful and it teaches us to live godly and righteous, teaches us to live holy before God. We're either a saint or we're a sinner, but we shouldn't be. We ought not to be both. You know, Alcoholics Anonymous tells people they have to look in the mirror every day and confess that they're a sinner. Well, that's false. That's just more of that false theology that these people produce. We once were, but we're no longer. We're a saint. If we're truly born again, we're not a sinner. We're a saint. We're a child of God. We're, we have his DNA. We have his, we're of divine nature. We're not of the corrupted nature. We're of divine nature. And it's, it's not what the Apostle Paul writes as he's inspired by the Holy Ghost 
that we remain sinners. He says that as children of God, we do not sin. Romans chapter 6. Let's go to Romans chapter 6. There's that new song out today that we're no longer a slave of fear. Well, it's a good song. I love singing it. But there's something more to it. We look at Romans chapter 6, starting in verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? See, there's a funeral. There's a funeral that few people teach. There's few people that really center on what water baptism does. It's a funeral for us. Hallelujah. We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. We're talking about resurrection power. That same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead on the third day, that same power, that same spirit dwells in us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is of of the world. And we have this DNA running through our veins. We have this divine nature. Too often times ministry is focused on the old man, the old man, the old man, the old man. And yes, if there's demonic manifestations, they have to be addressed. There's sickness and disease that has to be addressed. But we, have, we should focus more on the new man in the resurrected life than on the old man. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. We should no longer be slaves of sin. Forget the slaves of fear. We should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. See, if I'm truly born again, I buried the old man in baptism. I'm no longer a slave of sin, no longer a slave of fear, but especially no longer a slave of sin. Galatians 4.19, Paul writes that, My little children for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. If we're not in a good fellowship, if we're not in a good church, if we're in a place that focuses on sin all the time, if we're in a place that says you've got to confess you're a sinner, you have, every Sunday you have to confess that you're a sinner. Every day you have to confess that you're a sinner. Get out of it because that's not what God wants. God wants you to just as Elvis said earlier, come up here, come up here. God doesn't want us to bring him down here. He wants us to come up there into the heavenly realm and seated on the throne with him that we would 
hear the angel, the angelic chorus saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with your glory. It's already filled with his glory. It's not a future thing. It's already filled with his glory. Just as Gehazi came out of this dwelling and he looked around at all the Syrian army around him and he was fearful and he's uh, and uh, Elijah comes out and says open his eyes Lord and when the Lord opened his eyes he saw all the fiery chariots of God and there was more with of them than there was of the Syrian army we have to be able to see into the spirit realm and without being born again we don't see into the spirit realm but when we see in when we're born again we have the DNA of God we see into the spirit realm we're, we're in him we're in him we died and our life is hidden in him acts 10:38 <clears throat> Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. See, there's a lot of people that they might be baptized in the Holy Ghost, but they don't have no power. Jesus said in Acts chapter 1 that you'll receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And so oftentimes people have been reduced to, well, I speak in tongues. Well, yeah, but where's the power? Where's the power to cast out demons? Where's the power to raise the dead? Where's the power? Where's the power? It's not this flippant and then there's no power. There's got to be power because he said that you'd receive power. He didn't say you'd receive tongues. He said you'd receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Emmanuel, God was with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. John 17, 18. Gospel of John 17, 18. As you sent me into the world... I also have sent them into the world. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them. I've commissioned them into the world. Hallelujah. It's a past tense. I have sent, I have commissioned, but it's in a future prophetic for all of us that come into it. So when he was saying it, he was already saying it in a a past tense to his disciples. I have sent them into the world. I have sent, that's past tense. I have sent. He didn't say I'm going to send them. I have sent. It's in the past tense. But when Jesus spoke in the past tense, it's also future perfect because anybody that comes into that, being born again into his image, into his likeness, it's also prophetic for us that he has sent us into the world just as the Father sent him into the world. 1 John 3, 8 says, as he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. He was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. In 1 John 4, 17, he says, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, 
as he is, so are we in this world. He's sitting in that throne. He's sitting in the heavenly places. But he also lives within us. And as he is, so are we. We got to stop looking at the old nature, at the old man of sin, and acknowledge who we are. We're seated with him in heavenly places, as Ephesians 2 6 says. Ephesians chapter 2 6 says that we are seated with him in heavenly places, and he's seated on the throne. We died, and our life is hidden in him. The last time I spoke, I spoke on who Emmanuel is, the great I am. You and I are in him. We are in the great I am. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Colossians 3.3 says, I died. You died. I died. We died. And our life is hidden with Christ. We died. We're seated with him. We're in heavenly places. When we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we have to understand that we're praying from the point of the throne. We're praying seated with him on the throne, praying with him, seated with him in heavenly places. We're in him. We died and we're in him and he is in us. I can walk and live without sin. And I know that goes against a lot of churches and a lot of denominational teachings, but I could give a flip because they're false and the word of God is true. I can live without sin. He came to save us from our sin. Well, if we're still living in sin, well, then he didn't really come to save us, did he? He, he came to save us from our sin. And if he saves us from our sin, then we're born again and we're children of God that do not sin. See, a lot of people, I, I taught on water baptism quite some time ago. If you go back in the messages, on the old messages, it's, it's entitled, How I Do Church. And see, the way that we're water baptized is important. There's very few churches, there's very few organizations that baptize properly. And because they don't baptize properly, they're never really buried in baptism. They're never really buried in, in that funeral situation. So I would just encourage you to go back and listen to them, that message on how I do church to understand the proper form, the proper way that God's word tells us to have baptism. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you in his image? Are you in his likeness? You are if you're born again by his word and spirit. Matthew chapter 4, verse 3, you know, the tempter came, the Satan came to Jesus when he was in the wilderness. Many times we feel, individually, we feel that we're alone. We're in the wilderness. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, where are you? No one's encouraging us into the things of God. And the tempter says, if you are the son of God. Command these stones to become bread. Jesus responded, it is written. He responded with the written or the spoken word of God, the logos, or either the logos or the rhema. 
It doesn't matter. You respond with a logos or you respond with a rhema. It's the word of God. If you are the son of God. See, he comes along and always questions us as to whether we're really children of God. If you're a child of God, if you're a child of God, if you're a child of God, if I'm born again, I am a child of God. If I'm born again, I have his DNA. If I'm born again, I'm born of his sperma. If I'm born again, I've been taken out of the world of corruption and I've been placed with the divine nature, a divine nature within me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. We need to have that word in us. And again, that that word believe is so oftentimes misunderstood because so many people have this simple uh, mental assent to what belief means, but it means to cling to, it means to adhere to, it means to embrace just as a perhaps a, a married couple embrace one another, that we embrace this word, embrace it tightly. We need to have his word in us because only his word is a defense and an offense to the kingdom of darkness. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now, the Holy Ghost, God himself, would not have put that in the scriptures if it was not possible. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you, that I might not sin against you, that I might not sin against you, that I might not sin against you. If we're born again, we're born of his sperma, we're born of his word, we're born of his spirit, we're born of his love, we're born of the word, and when we're born again, we do not have to walk in sin at all. We can walk in righteousness, we can walk in holiness. We have to reckon ourselves dead to sin. You know, in in English, I don't know how, you know, again, I don't know how all this translates into other people's languages, but it uses that word reckon ourselves dead to sin. I think of the old Western movies. Well, I reckon. Well, I reckon it's so. Well, I, I, I like that word reckon. I reckon myself dead to sin and alive unto God. Reckon ourselves dead to sin. Greater is he that is in us than he that is of the world. World. The living word of God dwells, tabernacles, lives in us. The word already lives in us. The living word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. That lamb of God that became the, that was the word of God, that lamb of God slain before the foundations of the world, the lamb of God who is the word of God. When we're born again, he lives in us. That word is already in us. It's not how much I pour myself into the scriptures for memorization. 
It's recognizing who he is and being in communion with him and makes that word alive in me. We are, you are, I am, we are sons and daughters of God made again in his likeness and image. So as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. That's, how, that's who we are. As he is, he's a lion of the tribe of Judah. The righteous are as bold as a lion. As he is, he told us to cast out devils and heal the sick. He said, greater works will we do than he, because he sends the Holy Ghost to us. And he is the Holy Ghost. He lives within us. He's the spirit of Christ. He's the spirit of Jesus. It's the spirit of the resurrection. It's the spirit of the living God. He lives within us. And if we've been born again into his image, into his likeness, we can do the works of God also because his DNA runs within us. We have this divine nature. We've been taken out of the corruption of this world, and we have a divine nature. And we can walk in the divine nature, and the divine nature has no sin. The divine nature has no corruption. The divine nature, when he says that we have eternal life, we have it today. We have eternal life. It's not something in the future It's something that we have today, eternal life we have today. And we can walk in that eternal life because we are seated with him in heavenly places. We are seated with him on the throne. Indeed, we died and our life is in him. Colossians 3.3, we died, I died, you died, and our life is hidden in him. And I end this this at this point. It's not a denominational thing. It's a relationship. It's a relationship that we receive when the Spirit of God begins to move on us and we recognize we need a Savior. We recognize that we can't do it. We can't do it as Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. We have to do it God's way. We don't do a denominational way We don't do it a non-denominational way. We do it according to the word of God. We believe in, we commit to the word of life. We commit to the word of God. We commit to he who died for us while we were yet sinners. And when we come to him, we become a saint. It's not something that is given to us 400 years after we die. The day that we're born again, we become a saint. The day that we're born again, we no longer have to walk in sin. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. See, I can walk in this life without sin. Because that's what God's word says. And I choose to believe God's word over anybody else. I don't care who they are. 
They can have the biggest church in the world. They can have millions of followers. But if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, I'm going to go with what the Word of God says, regardless of who that person is. I want to go with the Word of God and what the Word says. And I commit myself to the Word of life. I commit myself to this. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And I want to commit my life to that. I want to commit my life to that word, regardless of what the translation, whether it's uh, hallelujah, Jesus didn't speak King James language. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That Jesus did not speak King James language. Hallelujah. That there's all these different translations, not only in the United States, but all around the world, and they don't translate it out of the King James hallelujah. They take it into another person's language, and the Holy Ghost that lives within them, the Word of God that lives within them, can bring forth revelation of that Word at a moment, at a moment's notice, because He lives within them, born again, born again of the Word, born again of the Spirit, born again of the Word of Life, in Jesus' name. I turn this back over to Elvis. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus Christ, pray this prayer me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. I believe the God of the Bible. I believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three in one. I believe in the virgin birth, the death, burial, and resurrection, and his ascension, and his second coming. Lord, I believe that you have forgiven me of all my sins. You wrote my name in the land's book of life. You washed me of all my sins. And you've saved me. Come in my heart, live, and abide with me forever. Lord Jesus, I confess you. Lord, Lord Jesus, I confess you as Savior. Anoint me to serve you all the days of life. I commit my life to you. Let me be born again. Let me be a new creation. I fully surrender my life to you. Save me now, Lord Jesus. And fill me with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now I want to pray for everyone. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray. Lord God, for for um, for um, um, breakthrough, restitution, restoration, healing, hallelujah, and justice to come. I pray, Lord, for deliverance, healing, freedom, healing, miracles, creative miracles, and breakthroughs to come. Father God, Lord, I pray that anyone who will listen to this message, influenced by this ministry, our our podcasts that we're doing, that will listen to this, whoever will listen to this, touch them now. Touch them now. In Jesus' name, you know what's going on in their life. Father God, heal their body. Lord God, I pray, Lord. Let them glorify God in this generation. 
Hallelujah. Lord, let every person, every believer be a witness of Jesus Christ. Lord God, we don't know what their situation is. But Lord, we know that in Psalms 23, you are our shepherd and you are leading and guide and directing us in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we pray, Lord, that you'll raise up meaningful fellowships all over the earth that will prosper. God, communities of believers that will prosper. We pray for an outpouring of home churches in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, activate the revival right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Awaken us to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Coven tongues of fire. Speaking in tongues, hallelujah. Speaking in other languages, oh God. The power of God, the fire of God, the dubious power of God, the wine of God, the wind of God, the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, we speak grace, grace, grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.